Hello everyone and welcome back to the Pretty Bubbles podcast with myself, Daryl, Jamie, Mig and James. How are we doing, fellas? Not, not too, bad. too bad. Not too bad. Not a terrible week for West Ham, was it really? No, not, not terrible. Off you a very good week. Can you believe it? We fucking signed someone. And we and we got our first three points. I know. What our a week. Three points. In a in a, a an amazing style as well, shockingly. We, we actually didn't steal the points, we very much deserved them. I agree. Um, I agree. And we'll, and we'll talk about that in due course. We'll quickly talk for uh, run through what we're going to talk about today. So we've got West Ham Wolves, uh, the Carabao Cup defeat to Everton, a signing, which is, well, unheard of these days at West Ham. To pass yeah, I think that's more shocking than the three points we got on Sunday. Yeah. 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 Very rocking all shit. Then we'll, we will discuss um, our trip to Leicester tomorrow um, to get beat again. So... Uh, we might as well crack on with um, last Sunday's fixture against Wolves, where we won 4-0? 4-0. Yep. What's going Correct. on? Discuss. Matthew. Alan uh, buying for manager, I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, well, well, everyone's working from home these days, aren't they? So Moisey's obviously on that bandwagon, and it worked out very well. But, yeah, it was, it was insane. Like, the first half, um, we started the brighter side... And we got um, the first goal, and then we were still pushing forward, still make like that first goal, um, like the quick thinking from four hours to take the free kick, and then um, Bowen doing what he does. Like, he's got three defenders around him, then he just makes that half a yard, bends it into the far corner. It was lovely, and like we were still banging on the door, banging on the door, and you're thinking like you need, we need to get that second goal. If we don't get that second goal, we need to kill this game off, and like. Four now has missed that chance putting it over um, on basically an open goal, and I have no idea still to this day how he missed that. <laughs> um, but and I'm thinking at half time, thinking, oh, we haven't killed them off here. They're going to get in, team talk, come out flying, they'll get an early goal. It'll be classic. It'll be like um, the Arsenal game where we've played well, not made the most of our chances, and then you get punished. But then um, we got that second goal with like Antonio. Great work down the left hand side, cutting it back in. Four now sits the post, and then Bowen taps in the rebound. And then from then on, it was just all one way, really. Like they didn't really have a sniff. Um, I think obviously we've been, we've all been saying that we think Alice should get a run out in the first team, like in the in the league games. But that game was Antonio is finest. Like when he is on his game, he's a handful for defenders to deal with. He was giving their three centre backs a run around the entire time. I think it was Masuaku's best game he's had for us probably ever. Uh, mm. I can't think of many better games that he's had for us. And it's just saying like that wing position, like sort of pushing a little bit further up the pitch, it's much better than him because you're not relying on him as much defensively. And I think them playing a back three um, really helped us out as well because we could have um, Masuaku and Bowen and like getting in behind and like then that pulls their centre-halves out wider, which then leaves Antonio one-on-one. Um, Samedo was getting pulled all over the pitch, um, so he was out of position a lot. And I just think, in general, like I, I couldn't fault anything with the performance at all. Yeah. Anyone else? Yeah. Um, I was just sorry, Jam. I was just going to say um, that I thought that Masaraku, like you said, did have a really good game. Um, some people say uh, that like, it's been quite common that left wing is probably his best position rather than. And uh, to be honest, I. I actually agree with that. I think um, it's just that where we've had like players like Antonio, uh, Antonio, I guess, and Anderson, and 
but he doesn't quite sort of get the opportunity to go there. And playing in this five across the back, I guess you can say, or across the middle, it gives him that opportunity to go forward and not have to worry about defending, which is obviously his weakest part of his game. Um, I think Cresswell actually does quite well in a back three as a central defender, but it does make me think if we had an actual central defender and have had Bonner there with another central defender next to him and maybe Diop the other side, how good our back three would be if we had them two as wing-backs. Mm-hmm. So that that's interesting, Paul. Um, I thought the midfield quite did very well. Uh, Bowen was just different hang class. On, hang on, hang on. Did you say you thought our midfield done quite very well? Yeah. Didn't make sense. That, wait, <laughs> wait a second. How is Daryl... The person who's got the worst English language skills. <laughs> well, person telling James. I wouldn't, anyway, I wouldn't, I wouldn't anyway, have that, James, if I were you. Shut up. <laughs> quite, hang on, James, you've done quite, quite well, very well. Quite well. It's because I was thinking, hold on a minute, I was halfway through my own sentence thinking, quite's a little bit harsh. Did very well. <laughs> quite well. Yeah, they did very well. And uh, anyway, shut up. You've lost my, my run of thought. Um, Good. Yeah, no, you were bo- talking bo- forever. Bowen was a different <laughs> class. Um, Antonio just showing how you can't play Haller when Antonio's playing that well. You just can't do it. You like what he offers. Like Wolves just didn't know how to deal with him the, the other day. And uh, but what I was pleased with, well, obviously we get into the midweek game. Um, Haller does show glimpses of what he's capable of, and like that overhead sort of kick thing was. a just an opportunity and an example of that. But we'll get to that a little bit later. But, yeah, I think the same team have to start. Um, well, they won't be the same team because I think Fredericks is out with an injury. Yeah, but, well, yeah. So you might see the new boy come in or potentially Johnson. So I, thought, I thought Johnson played pretty well first half the other night. And again, I only see the first half, so I wasn't too sure what happened in the second half. But within um, reason like, then. To be fair, I thought everyone had a good game. I thought everyone had a good game Sunday, but my main people I thought came out of it were Balbuena, Fornells. Um, I thought Fornells was good. I know he missed that sitter, but for him to have the intelligence to stay alive and score, um, do that pass to Bowen for the first goal is yeah. really good. Balbuena just, I thought, dominated at the back. We got, we got away with that goal. I just thought we were overall, it was near on perfect. And I did say this in our chat. If you get a result out of that Arsenal game, I would actually say this season started really mm. well. Absolutely. You then go and get, say you're on four points after three games against Newcastle, Arsenal and Wolves. I think a lot of West Ham fans would have bitten your hand off for that. So, okay, we're a little bit behind. I know we got knocked out of the cup in the end, but the season we've started off really well and the thing is in that cup, Jake, I'll let you carry on. Finish with that cup. Right now, there's not many harder teams out there than Everton. Yeah, exactly. They come out not far off full strength of Alan. And DCL's probably Alan. in the form of his life. Like, they, that was always going to be a tough game. And I don't think we were terrible in it. But They made four changes. We made eight. That says yeah. quite a lot, really. Yeah, yeah. definitely. My, my thoughts on the Wolves game was um, that's how we should. that's how we should play every week. That is the sort of side we've got there that can really show up in games that, attackingly, we just looked threatening from minute one. Bowen, Masuaku, Antonio just running ragged. And then you've got that little bit of, you've got that, 
I still don't think he's been great for us uh, recently, but he's still got that little bit of class in four nails. That what he, as Jay said, he stayed alive for the free kick, takes free kick early, we break, we score one. That's just a little bit of nous that he's got. Declan, I thought was fantastic. Zushek was unbelievable. I, I, it wouldn't be, I wouldn't put him far off my man of the match for the game. Um, I thought he was incredible. Um, I'd even give Cresswell an eight, uh, an eight out of ten. Jesus Christ. I I know. Um, I thought he was fantastic. My one, pro- my one thing is, I'd like to see. Now, I think I prefer Cresswell in that position, but the way Balbuena played, Balbuena played, and the way Ogbonna's playing, I wouldn't mind seeing Ogbonna, Balbuena, and Diop as our three centre halves because they're three proper Diop's back centre-offs. available this weekend, didn't he? So is he back available this weekend? According to Irvine's press conference yesterday, yeah. So Diop and Cullen are both back in the squad. Um, they don't know if Moyes is going to make the trip yet, um, so he might not. be managing remotely again. Yeah, on old, no. on old Zoom. I'm, 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 I'm quite happy with how the season started as well. I know we had that bad, bad performance against Newcastle, but if you take the two cup games we won, I know it's with weaker opposition and a different side. The Arsenal game, which we should have got at least a point out of, and then beating Wolves at Anderley. Considering we'd never scored a goal against Wolves up until that point in the Premier League, mm. and then to bang four past them, you've got to be you've got to be quite happy about that. Yeah, and then, the thing as that we said, gets me is that's it's so encouraging with what we've done so far, and now we've got to go and play Leicester, who've just shipped five past Man City. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think with Leicester, I was saying this last last year at some point. Yeah, they're they're a really good side. But they always seem to step up against City. Like every time we've seen them on TV in the last few years, Vardy's getting goals against City and they're causing Man City huge amounts. Did you not of hear that stat? Uh, in Pep Guardiola's whole career, only two players have scored multiple hat tricks against him: Lionel Messi and Jamie Vardy. No, it's not even that. It's only he's only oh, had hat- three players score a hat trick against him: Messi once, Vardy twice. That's it. Yeah, mad. Yeah, I, I, I'm not. You two love a stack, don't you? I'm not overly... Obviously, I'm concerned about tomorrow because of how good Leicester can be. But I think we can go in there and cause another upset if we play the way we've been playing. Um, they're gonna, they're obviously going to try and stop Antonio um, and Bowen getting going. But I, there's, nothing, there's nothing stopping us going in there and getting a result. The way no, been playing, we'll, so come, just, we'll come on to that anyway, won't we? Yeah, we we're on our on our predictions, yeah. where we'll um, predict us to lose again, and hope that it works the same magic. Yeah, I'm definitely predicting a three-one Leicester win. Um, let's go on to Everton during the week, uh, and we ended up losing four-one. But as we've all said at some point already, didn't think the performance was overly bad. I watched the first forty-five minutes, and I was sort of caught up with the highlights um, of the second half. But people are absolutely ravaging the sides and how bad we were. Everton are a good side. Right. The Everton are a good side. And I know people moan about no subs and stuff like that. First 20 minutes, I thought Anderson looked lively. I thought Yarmolenko looked lively. Uh, again, I think Lanzini's playing the best. He's played for West Ham for probably 18 months. Look, that, that, um, I, I don't think you can give Declan Rice too much shit for the first goal. I think it was such a great pass and a great ball. Maybe he was caught a little bit ball watching. You've also got to blame Ben Johnson for the defensive line. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's he, a young he, he was a good player that yards back, wasn't he? Yeah, I just think maybe Declan was bought a little bit, but it was an unbelievable goal. The so, only I, the only thing I was going to say, I, the only problem I've got with dropping Declan Rice into centre-back 
is then you look at our midfield and if you're not playing Suchek, we've just got old men who can't run around all 90 minutes. And it showed. Yes. Yeah, it it did. But then at the same point, if Diop or if Diop had been available for the league games, Balbuena would have played centre-half, Declan probably wouldn't have played at all. And then Cullen might have played. So we still had Declan in a side, which was obviously a good thing. Obviously, it didn't quite work out that way. Um, anyone got any thoughts on... The second half performance, obviously, I see us going at one down. Um, my, yeah. Another thing, I thought Snodgrass was very, very good. Yeah, it's it was a bright, bright start. start. It was a bright start. 30 seconds in, weren't it? Mm. It was a good strike, really good yeah. strike. But, yeah, you could just, to be fair, the second goal they scored was so unlucky. A massive deflection. Killed us, didn't it? Yeah, and after that, it... I don't think we really created many chances. I don't think I remember Pickford having to make a save in the second half. I don't be wrong. There's people saying that Rice had a bad game. I don't. I don't think he had an unlucky game. I don't particularly think he had a bad game. I I, I don't think he was great. I'll be honest. I yeah, don't for his for his level, I suppose you, you can compare it for what right. you're used to in midfield. But people were saying like he was like I've seen tweets about. how shocking he was and I, I don't I just think he had no like, like that second goal was just pure luck yeah, yeah, yeah I'll give him that because he's shutting down gets a deflection and if it's more I just don't think Declan Rice is a centre half if he's best positioned holding midfield honestly like he can do a job there but yeah I just um, I think with the game I was just getting frustrated in the end I switched it off at 90 minutes like about 8 no, must have been before 90 about 85 I was just getting young with it because I feel like that they were defending too well. We can, we were creating stuff. We were getting the build up and get getting in positions to do something. But the the delivery was just never ever good enough. It was always and, that final ball that's letting us yeah, down. I think oh, and it's frustrating. Anderson's a big one, one for it. Yeah, yeah, and that's another reason he's just it just still not it's still not cutting it for me. And it just winds me up so much, and it's frustrating that we've got like players and money like that and it's just not working and I don't know go on I'm done with that really I dealt with it finished yeah I'm disappointed yeah go on here guys sorry we were were completely in that game until that second goal it just took all wind out of our sails and like people can say about no subs again I'm not overly fussed about the game like yes it's nice to go on a cup run but Everton a good side at the moment they're top of the league they're three for three in the league and um, they've got Calvert-Lewin who's the most informed striker in Europe at the moment they've got James Rodriguez who's just pulling strings behind um, Richarlison's looking good as well he scored in their last few games and, yeah. and got a few assists in there as well like they're a good side they're a genuine shout for at least top six this season if yeah. not if they carry on the way they are top four so like you You've got to take it with a pinch of salt, I think, really. Do you know what's uh, pissing me off, though, Mig? It's the fact that we don't play for anything, ever, mm-hmm. any year. Well, our, our season is surviving in the Premier League. Like, that's just... We, we don't play in the FA Cup very well. We don't play in the League Cup any uh, very well. We play shit in the league. Like, what do we play for? I don't know, why you, I don't know why you get aggy about it, because that's been West Ham, apart from the odd season, it's been West no. Ham for the last 20 years. Yeah, but I do get why you get it frustrated. It is frustrating. But it's the just thing, frustrating. Like, what's the point? The thing with this season don't as well it. is, don't with, the league, with the League Cup, you've got 
Like, so you've got the opening three games in the first three weeks of the season. Your players are coming back. You're trying to rotate and get everyone game time because you can't be playing the same 11 every week because they're just going to be knackered. Um, I think it could be a bit of a different story with the FA Cup this year, potentially. Uh, I think Moyes is generally more of a cup manager than some other managers we've had in the past. So I think he will try and have a good cup run. Um, we do often get a, a bad draw in cups as well. I mean, last couple of years, yeah, we've lost probably to lower league sides in the FA Cup. But prior to that, we've never really... We always end up with a, a fairly big club in like round three or round four of the FA yeah. Cup. And you're like, well, what's the point then? We, we, we're not going to get past them, even though like... You, you often play on a second string side. They're still better than what we've got. So, um, yeah, it would be nice to have a good cut run, but you've also got to get the luck of the draw a bit, really, haven't you? That Piat season, I still stick by. If we'd beaten Man U, we would have won the FA Cup. Oh, and the worst thing about that was the bloody their equaliser in the free kick. It was an absolute foul on the keeper, and it's just yeah. Uh, yeah and then that that, been, yeah. the second leg away, uh, the replay away, we were terrible. Yeah, I think that was that's the year that hurt because we probably that we were the best side uh, side left. Well, I just remember two thousand and six and that Poxy Gerrard goal. <laughs> that's oh, the one we that's, sh- that's the one we that's the one we should have won. That's one of the best goals I've seen live. That is unbelievable strike. But there you go. Um, the worst it. thing about that strike is he only hit it because he was cramping up so bad. Yeah, and he said in his, he said in his book that if he weren't cramping up, he'd have brought it down and tried to play a pass. Fucking Lionel Scaloni. I was going to say that if at, at this in December we had, we still had um, our main man Thomas Repka at right back. If that was Repka, that is going out the stand. Not even getting the chance to do yeah, it. Yeah, Rose Ed. Yeah, there you go. That's that's all in the past. Then I don't think we'll win an FA Cup. I'm not, I'm not still yet. sad about it. Yeah, I know. Tell me about. I can't. I still can't watch the game. Isn't he Argentina manager now, Lionel Scaloni or something? He's he. If he wasn't, if he isn't now, he was. Yeah. Which is mental. <laughs> he yeah. wasn't a bad player, to be fair. He just weren't very good for us. Um, he still are. Not like everyone. <laughs> yeah. let's, let's move on to um, probably the biggest news of the week. Um, West Ham have actually signed someone. Let's see how Darren says his name. I'm looking forward I, to this. I generally don't know who this geezer is. I've never seen him play, but his name is Vladimir Kufal. Oh, that's pretty decent. I'll, I'll I, give you a I, solid practicing all morning, Matthew. Nine out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> he is a right back, um, which obviously is a position we're not the strongest in, but I'd prefer the left back. Um, again, I don't really know too much about him. He has played eight caps for his country with two goals. Um, he's come from Slavia Prague. Um, te- ex-teammates with uh, Thomas Sushek. Um, it's like on it's like on Football Manager when you go up to you go to a player and like recommend a signing from your previous club. <laughs> that's pretty much what happened, isn't it? They he, he recommended he recommended him to to the um to the management and they went and had a look and, and sort of he's, got in that way. He's got three assists in five league games so far this season. Ooh. Good. Good, I'm happy with that. Uh, Apparently he's meant to be rivaling with Fredericks, but because Fredericks is broken all the time, it's probably gonna be our first choice. I can't believe yeah. it. Was, I can't, what, but that's um, just as piss poor our uh, scouting thing is, though. The fact that our player has recommended him. But then players sometimes have a better idea than scouts because they play the game. Because they played with them. Like, if if most players recommended a player from their team they've just signed from, they'd probably get some good players in. Um, and the fact we bought him for five mil is a bargain and it is a worry that he's that cheap. Um, but, again, I think, I, I think we'll see him tomorrow at some point. It would definitely be in the match day squad. 
So I'm hoping we'll get a look at him. Um, is it a three-year deal? Yeah, three-year deal. Three-year yeah. deal with an option for... I think it's with an option for two more, maybe. For two years, isn't he? He's is 28, so he's... he's um, He's getting on. Well, he's not getting on really. He's in his That's, prime he should, now. He should be in your prime now, yeah. yeah. So um, hopefully we've we've signed ourselves a good player. Because any like anything like uh, Zuchek, uh, we're in for a good we're in for a good signing now. Um, Matt, you you sent us out yesterday. We've we've put in a bid for another player. Is that right? Yeah, apparently so. Um, it is Marseille centre half DJ Coletta Carr. Um, Pat's from Sky Sports. Uh, so we've had a. T- we put a twenty million pound bid in. Uh, no news as to whether that's been accepted, rejected. Probably what'll happen is they'll come back and go, "We want 40, 40 million and we'll go, "How about twenty two million?" Yeah, or something on those lines. But yeah, um, which I think that'd be a great signing. I did um, see something about this morning. He's very close to agreeing personal terms, but the transfer fee is yet to be. Uh, that's a good start though, because if he can push on his side, that kind of does help. Yeah. The one Fiorentina one looked good. Uh, I can't um, Linkovic, but apparently we wouldn't pay forty-five million for him. I wasn't so sold on the Napoli centre half. I thought he was just a little bit too old. Oh, Koulibaly? Nah, the other. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't mind. You. I wouldn't mind the Juventus centre half. Oh, Daniel Grani. Yeah, I'd have taken Grani. Player. Um, the uh, the. Fafana, who we apparently were in for as well, has signed for Leicester yesterday, and he so he'll probably yeah. make a have his debut tomorrow and somehow score a hat trick. Score hat trick, keep a clean sheet. Mark Antonio out the game. Sounds yeah. about right. <laughs> Sounds about right. Um, anything else that we want to discuss with the board? I know um, we have the transfer deadline day is Monday. Even that is a bit different this time. Because um, I read up this morning that you can still do domestic transfers up until the 16th of October. Yeah. Um, which is uh, loans and permanent transfers, obviously just in England. But the actual deadline for overseas transfers is on Monday. Um, any luck of obviously bringing in this centre-half? Any any luck of anyone else you reckon coming in? Um, I would. I'm, obviously, I'm still a little bit worried about Rice and Chelsea putting in a bid. Um, but... I would take Loftus cheap, definitely, hundred um, uh, percent. I know, I know his wages would be very, very high, though. I'm They're trying to get him out on loan. I don't know. Why I'm not. Tr- I know. I think some might have been in here. Some said there's not. We've probably not gone and asked about Loftus cheap because they'd then asked for rice. But... Apparently, his wages are also quite high, hundred and fifty k a week, and we're apprehensive to pay that, which I kind of understand. He's not hundred fifty k a week at the moment, is he? Blimey. Uh, that's what, apparently what he's on. X said that, and X is the ITK of the world. So, so. is, so is Hudson Adoy's over 100 grand a week as well. The one um, I don't think Declan Rice moves. I, I think it something would have happened now. The board realised that the only I think the only way it goes if a 100 million pound offer comes in. Mm, I'm not. I'm not sure if it is. Jane, we've got another like 15 no, days yet. I'm that confident he stays. I just think. There's no moving cogs. They need to Chelsea need to sell before they buy. And I think the board realise the only they will be absolute riots if he goes. So they'd have to get money beyond even reasonable value. I just I can't see it. I really cannot see him going. I think if, if they do sell him, it's got to be early. Because if they sell yeah. him on the sixteenth, the last day, and we get sixty, seventy mil or whatever, and we don't replace him. Then there'll be big problems. That, That's that my problem. worry about that. He said it's going to be too late to make any transfers with that money, um, and 
and that we we're a type of club that don't plan. Um, I was listening to uh, Bazzi's channel actually. Frankie was chatting to a Leicester fan and a Man United fan. They were talking about the boards. Um, Man United have actually gone through some shit like we have, to be honest. But they spunk. They spunk to have a one point three billion money and uh, billion money billion pounds in the last. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Over one point generic money. Yeah, one point three billion pounds in the last like seven eight years. One point three billion. That is absurd, and it that is just crazy money. Man United have spent, uh, but Leicester they've just had a hundred million pound training facility made. So that's the difference between the care of of what nice. the so owners. We've got, we've got a couple of porter cabins. Yeah, it's it's honestly the difference between the two clubs is is astronomical, and. It just and they were saying that Southampton apparently the reason they they recover so well from selling their big players is because they've already got four players lined up if they was to sell someone in that position so they've got four go tos already on the radar now that's like planning ahead I don't believe we even have the slightest um, plan whatsoever with things like this yeah it's um. Things I think most boards are like that. We're, we're saying you're saying we're not like that. We don't know what the boards like, what the boards like, what the scouting system like. Problem is the, the way people perceive us right now is that it's we're not going anywhere. So why why bother? Or we don't, it's because we don't we don't really, I don't even think we have a scouting system. I think it's just two yeah, agents that we. Don't sure. know it is. Of course we do. Yeah, maybe at youth level, but not professional. Remember it coming out that there was apparently one agent. It came out that we only had one scout and everyone ripped the board apart for it. Oh, yeah. When they sacked Pellegrini, that was apparently the rumour they only had one scout. We have, like, agents and that's it. We don't Mm. have a scout system. Yeah, again, we don't don't really know. But let's let's move on to um, this weekend's fixture. Uh, we're going to play a goal, and I've got one for us. Uh, I've got one as well. Lined up, and it's Mark Noble's strike. Volley, the volley. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it was my goal as well. My Mark Noble's strike against Leicester two years ago. Final yes, game. Two, 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 two game. Shut up. Um, Just great minds think alike. All right, yes. 1.3 billion monies. <laughs> and, right. and quite very well. Right, everyone's entitled to a mistake. <laughs> Right, we'll go to that and then we'll come back and talk Leicester. It's a free kick on the right-hand side for West Ham United, who lead by a goal to nil, 63 minutes played. Here it comes then, João Mario in towards the edge of the six-yard box. Noble with a volley and Noble with a stunning goal! What a drive on the angle from 30 yards out! Mark Noble, simply sensational! Surely all three points for Mark Noble, his fourth goal of the season, the pick of the bunch, he celebrates with the Hammers fans. It's Leicester nil, West Ham United 2, and that is simply unstoppable. Right, OK, that was Mark Noble's great strike against Leicester. I believe it was two years ago. Uh, very good finish. Now, let's move on to the game on Sunday, 12 noon kickoff. Uh, who's got some original thoughts? Jamie, let's go to you first this time. Uh, we're going to win because we're the best team in the country. Um, but you're yeah, still going to predict us to lose 3-1, yeah? Excellent, great choice. Uh, I think that Man City game last week, you kind of makes you do worry because Vardy's obviously a massive, massive threat. You do 
I do think defensively, they, you could get at them. Like, I know I've got him in my fantasy side and he's getting me points galore, but the uh, right-back, Castagna, like, okay, he's good going forward, but we haven't really seen him defend brilliantly so far. It's going to be a tough game, don't get me wrong. I think Bowen against James Justin is interesting. Um, the midfield, them not having Ndidi is huge because I think Ndidi is incredible. I think he's really, really good. Um, I think this is... It's a tough game, but once again, I don't think a result is beyond means the way we've been playing of late. It kind of you get the impression this squad, this team knows it's going to be a similar team to last game week against Wolves. That's fine. That team just won four 0 Go for it. It seems like this team is coherent at the moment. They all seem to know what they're doing. So I kind of a, I'm slightly anticipating a good performance, which probably come back to. Uh, so I'll, I'll come back to regret. So, but yeah, I've got a small little bit of hope that we're actually going to get a result out of this game. James? James is on Yeah, mute. I think, uh, yeah, I have to be because uh, I don't want you hear me clicking and typing. Um, well, I if we play like we did before last week, I think that we've got a chance, but we have to play that way and have to create the same sort of chances as we did this week because Leicester are quite ruthless they're a good side they've got strength all over the park um, and they're they're a team that we generally do struggle to beat quite regularly every time we play them and uh, um, my personal position I don't think I don't think that we'll we'll win the game um, but I do think it'll be another Arsenal incident We'll play well, but they'll just have a bit too much for us. Are you... I, I think you um, you say that we we struggled to beat. I don't think we've got a terrible record against Leicester in the last sort of five years or so. I'm just going to go check. We had definitely had a worse record against Wolves than we do Leicester. Oh god, yeah, we never beat Wolves um, last week. I think. <sighs> I, I I am honestly, and you know what I'm like, and obviously people hear me um, moan about moan about the, the, the side quite a lot and, and be very negative. Uh, I'm actually quite looking forward to the to the game tomorrow. If we play like we did on Sunday, there's no reason we can't go nick something off these tomorrow. And then if you come out of there with three points and you play the same way that we've done the last two weeks. You know, you know, six points with See, was, four big games to go, and I, there's no reason you can't go beat Spurs at the moment either. See, I was excited in midweek before we started playing. I know it's a different side, but I just mate, you can't put things on a cup game and stuff. I it's, it's a totally just, different side to what played on Sunday. It's a totally different makeup, um, different Ever, formation. Like Everton are in prime form right now. So sorry, Jay. Um, Everton are. Absolutely flying right now. One of the best sides going in in the league right now. So you can't go too much on a cup game. So so Leicester though as well. So the, just... the, the way I see, yeah, that yeah, they they beat um they beat Man City. Yeah, they, they just smashed five past City. I understand that. But I watched their two games before. They didn't look amazing. Right. There's nothing stopping us going in there and getting sat off these, and we shouldn't be scared of them. Um, we've gone there. 
in the last few years. I went up there a couple of years ago in the cup. I think we got a draw and lost late in um, extra time or something like that. I think Jay, you've been up there. Was it you that you, you've been up there and see us get sent? I was there at the Mark Noble goal. Yeah, and we and we had Mark Noble last goal scorer as well. So we won a lot of money. Yeah. So there's nothing. We're not overly worried about going up there. We got the draw up there the day their owner passed away. So it's not the um it's not the worst place for us to go to to go get results. So I'm I'm actually quite positive for once. Um to go get something out of them. But we'll wait for your verdict. <laughs> I'm all, I'm predicting a three one loss. Exactly. Yeah, real, real positive. Real positive. <laughs> yes, Jamie. To be fair, I was more reiterating your point. I'm more scared of playing Everton at the moment than I am Leicester. But Higo, let's talk to yeah, you. Higo, what's your thoughts on it all? Yeah, I think as as James said, really, like if we play like we did last Sunday, and as you all said, really, if we if we play like we did last Sunday, we've got a chance. Like, and I think if we play like that, we've got a chance against pretty much any side in the league. Um, but that's a big if. Um, the formation seems to be working. Uh, the players seem to enjoy it a lot more. Um, obviously, we'll see who plays at right back tomorrow. Um, because that could have uh, quite a big effect on the game. Um, but the the worry with me is, like, Wolves had Jimenez up front, um, who was obviously a very good player, but Vardy is a very different player. He has got pace in behind, and that is where we often struggle. Um, so if, he, if we play with a too high line, uh, then they will be getting in behind quite often um, because we we haven't got the pace to keep up with him um, as good as our defenders are. And I saw Rog Bonner actually got um, called up to the Italy squad yesterday. So and that's well deserved for his performances over the last sort of year, really. Um, but I just think it's going to be really tricky to keep them quiet like we did Wolves. Um, I think we'll probably end up playing a bit more defensively than we did against Wolves, which is a shame. Um, but we're up against a side that have started well. As we say, they just thumped five past City. Admittedly, three of them were penalties, but that is what it is. Um, but if you keep Vardy quiet, you've obviously got a chance. Um, then, as Jamie said, not having Ndidi is a big miss because he's a very good player and he controls that centre of the park for them, uh, getting forward and getting back. You can we get have... their full-backs, potentially, as Jamie said as well, like Castagna. Yeah, he's very good going forward, but you, if you get him on the back foot, you've probably got a chance there. Um, so it's going to be a big game for both uh, Bowen, Masuaku, Fornells, anyone that's playing across the front. Um, and if Antonio plays like he does, uh, did it last week, then no defence in the world is going to want to have to deal with him on that form. So I'm cautiously optimistic, but I can easily see us not getting anything as well. Yeah. No, I, um, yeah, sort of. With you. Uh, just going back to James's point, the last six games against Leicester... Um, we have lost two, one, one, drawn three, so it's not far off, um, sort of evened out. Which is, which is, if you go further back, then then we start struggling. But the last six games are not terrible. Um, let's have some predictions for the game tomorrow. First of all, let let me ask: any team changes you'd make? Obviously, we think Fredericks is out. Would you just bring Kufal in, or would you let Johnson play? Johnson, I don't think Kufal's ready yet. He got settled into the squad and stuff. I'd probably say Johnson. That's the only change I'd make. Yeah, I think um, I'd be I'd be very tempted to go with Kufal, um, depending on what he's like, just to see him. But it's probably too early for him. He's only had one training session. Well, we'll probably have a training session today, but two training sessions with the squad. I don't think that's potentially enough. Um, so I'd probably go Johnson just for familiarity. Yeah, I think um, 
they're all they're quite um oh, it's not negative they're quite reserved aren't they the management so yeah i think you're right they'll go with johnson they know they know he knows the system there um he's he's, he's quite an attacking fullback as well i like, I like him getting forward so um i think i think we'll see that james what are your thoughts on that um yeah i'm pretty pretty similar i think uh, i would go with johnson um but uh, only purely because of uh, with with Kufel is it Kufel? Yeah, Kufel. Yeah, it's, it's a weird name. Um, I think, like Mig said, he's only had a couple of training sessions, and I think like I think it'd be nice to see him at some point just to sort of get a bit more positivity brought into uh, the club as gem in general, you know, because uh, everyone would want to see him see what he's about. So I think there is a, there is a time where he could come on, depending on how the game's going. I think if we're in a, like a leading winning position, I think it might be an opportunity to to bring him on and see what he can do, uh, especially in a wing back formation as well. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm looking forward to the game. I'm apprehensive that we'll get a a result, but I I think that it won't be. If we do lose, I don't think it'll be embarrassing. I think we'll put performance in still because we've got players on the pitch that that do want to win games. Um, every time we've got Antonio, I do feel like we've always got a got a chance, you know, because he does put the effort in. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do go for a two one loss rather than a, a drastic score. Meek, you got a score? Three two. There's gonna be goals. Three two two. Leicester, obviously. Okay. Jamie, stop being pessimistic. I'm going Desmond. I'm gonna go. Shock of the week. Lost. Two one. Watch that. Jesus Christ! He ruined everything. Changed it. What? He's ruined it. I still over. got three one right now, and three one <laughs> is my main one. But two one is my other one. Two one you is can't my. Have a main one and then a fake one. <laughs> That's Daryl summed up to a two what one. one so what one? What one's going on record then on the, on the pod? Um, <laughs> no, he's got no. He's got you, no. No, you're having the two one West Ham win. That's what you've said. I'll yeah. say two one West Ham, and when it comes in, you can all suck it. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll pass on that. We're not sucking your head, you testicle. That's not very nice, is it? It's true, though. It's not very nice at all. Your hair right. is awesome. I think that's us. Um, there's no midweek fixture, obviously, this week because we've been knocked out of the cup and it's international break as well. So we we'll will... play on Thursday. Do we? Thursday against Wales is a friendly. And then we've got two Nations League games on Sunday and Wednesday, I think. It's, what, three no, games in a week? No, it's, the, no, it's Thursday, Thursday, then it's the following midweek, then the following weekend, maybe. I can't even remember now. Let me look it up. Everyone's, everyone's going to get injured. Wonderful. You're the stat man. You're meant to know everything. I was right the first time. Thursday, Sunday, Wednesday. And then West Ham play Saturday? Uh, yeah. Is it Saturday? It's been changed for TV, hasn't it? But... Is it Saturday lunchtime? Saturday, Saturday evening. So uh, Spurs is the eighteenth. Yeah. That's a Sunday. It's away as well. Yeah, Sunday. Yeah, 4 Sunday four thirty, isn't it? So yeah. England have got three games in the space of a week. In six yeah. days, yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be shuffled around though, isn't it? It's gonna have to be. Squad was huge, so you think yeah. Madison, Madison, Grealish, all players it'll, like that are going to be in this one, aren't they? 
it will literally be like the cricket. You'll have 11 for one team, 11 for the next. It will literally be different, different. Well, that means, so, the that, Wales game will be a bit more of an experimental 11, I'd imagine, because that's the friendly. Um, and then you'll see on the first league, uh, Nations League game, probably on the Sunday, that you'll Sancho, get more of the... I hope England are better than the last two because they were boring. Mate, they, yeah. they will be. You've got to think the England side that played then, half, half of them hadn't had any pre-season. They literally just met, went straight to England after their holidays because they'd all finished the season late. And that was before the actual Premier League started. So players are getting back into it now. Players are getting their fitness back. So it would definitely, I, I can't see it being that any has. worse. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, so we will, we will record, maybe we'll record during the week and do an England discussion with the three games. Um, and then we'll record the week after for the big Spurs preview. Um, so we'll, and we'll discuss England's uh, results in the coming weeks. But cheers, boys. Um, so I'm actually quite looking forward to tomorrow morning. Uh, we are going to try and get the pods out a lot earlier. Um, we're just all quite busy with, um, well, the two of these two Muppets work from home, so they're always around, me and James, and they're back to work, um, like real men. Um, <laughs> like real men touching kids. <laughs> <laughs> so um i no think comment. i think we are going to try getting that earlier we're sorry it's late but we will get back in the swing of things as of next week so cheers guys thanks for joining me again and the last thing to say is come on your eyes come on your eyes